0: up, you guys? Welcome back to the Growth Podcast. My name is Bailey, and I am your lovely host. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how you can get started into studying your Bible and how I study my Bible. I know everyone learns differently because I am an education major, so I learn all about that. So I'm going to give other suggestions that could possibly help you if you learn differently, whether that be visual or audio. So I'm hoping these tips on how I study my Bible or how you can get started in studying your Bible can help you begin digging into the Word of God, because that is very important, which I will talk about later in this episode as well, as to why it is very important to read your Bible daily. But before we get into that, let's start with our high and our low of this week. So my low is I'm missing my boyfriend. I know so cheesy, so yucky. I know. I'm missing my boyfriend because my birthday is coming up. It's next week, actually, which I am excited for my birthday. But since it's next week and I'm just thinking about how he's not going to be there and it just sucks because we haven't seen each other for a year and like four months. So yeah, it's been a while (laughs) and he's never been able to come home on my birthday. So it just, it stinks every single time. It's my birthday, but, you know, that's part of long distance and dating somebody in the military, but, you know, um, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> so, my high of this week, though, is it was Easter, it was Easter this week, Easter Sunday. Um, it was such a great day for me. First of all, weather. Amazing! It was beautiful, sunny, and seventy-five. Which, if you have been listening to this podcast, um, sunny and seventy-five is my weather. It is. And today, today it's a li- it's a little too hot for me. It's eighty degrees outside. Um, I am sweating a little bit, but I, I would rather have this than cold weather. I can tell you that. But yes, Easter was this weekend. So good. I love Easter so much. It's just such a great like celebration of, you know, the resurrection of Jesus. And it it just makes me so happy every single time. I always love going to church on Easter. I've grown up going to church on Easter every single Easter. (laughs) I feel like I'm saying Easter, Easter, Easter all the time. But I just love Easter because Like I said, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ and my whole family just comes together and it's just a great celebration. It's just a great day and I love it every single time. So let's get into my current fave. Right now, my current fave is self-tanner. Right now, mine is looking pretty patchy because I've been lazy and I need to take it off and reapply it. So if you see me looking really... Uh, patchy in some places just keep on moving because I know I know my self-tanner does not look good right now (laughs) but yes my current fave at the moment is self-tanner which I always love self-tanner but I mean there's some girls that could just do it all year round I'm just way too lazy when it comes to that I barely can even stick to my like daily skincare routine and it's just I try so hard. I've been doing really good though like I pretty much apply it once a week And it's pretty good. The brand that I use, which I love because it's affordable, is B.tan. So, like, the letter B and then, like, a dot, like, period, tan. I'm pretty sure they sell it at Walmart. I think I got this on their website. Um, But I'm pretty sure they sell it at Walmart. I'm not sure if they sell it at Target. But I think they sell it at Walmart. Do not quote me on that. But maybe if you go to Walmart next time, check it out, see if they have it. And the one that I have... I don't remember the name of it because they have all kinds of different names. It's, I don't remember the name of mine, but it, um, is like a violet undertone. So it doesn't make you look orange. I will say like it, whenever you apply it. Okay. So I I'll, i guess I'll kind of tell you guys my routine. I'm not going to go full on into my routine because that's just not part of this episode. But, um, I do it in I Oh my goodness, I cannot speak today. I just drank a huge thing of caffeine, so we're a little, we're a little hyper today. (laughs) So I apply the self-tanner at night because I like to let it develop and I just sleep in it and then when I wake up, it's what I want it to be. But I do have to take a shower in the morning because it does look kind of like, I don't know how to, I mean... I don't want to say poopy because that's just kind of gross and inappropriate to say but it looks poopy in a way because it's just kind of like dark and it is patchy when I wake up but whenever I take a shower I like you know just wash my body wash my hair if I need to or whatever and then then it like isn't then it's even I don't know what the whole thing is with that but it's just like that but yes it does look kind of gross when you first wake up I will say it does not look good (laughs) but once I shower like the top part of it off it looks fine but I do like that it does not make me look orange because um I don't want to look like a carrot I just want to look like I just came from Florida and a lot of people have complimented me about it and I love that because I've never ever been complimented on my tan because I am as white as this paper next to me (laughs) I don't tan so being complimented on my tan it just makes me feel so good And when I'm tan, I feel so confident. Like, I could take on the world. It's very scary. Okay, anyways, (laughs) let's move on. Sorry. So, we're going to get into the tip of the week. Now, my tip of the week is just kind of simple. You probably either, A, try to do this or you've heard of it. But spread love and kindness, guys. Like, sometimes I just don't understand why people are so rude. And it's always like, The people working at McDonald's or just random people at the grocery store. Like, I get it. They may be having a bad day, but, like, chill. You don't need to be taking it out on me because, like, whenever I'm being kind to you, you should be kind to me. You feel like they're just not – I'm just not receiving the same energy that I'm putting into these random people. But anyways, for everybody, spread love and kindness because, you know, it could be somebody to somebody in your contact list or your friends with – And you know, or even just a random person you see at Kroger. Because you never know what that person is going through. You know, if you're working at McDonald's and you're on the drive, like you're working the drive through and you're just being completely rude and just not nice. That person that you're, you know, serving to or whatever, like literally could be having a terrible day. And then you're just adding on to that. So even just like saying like, have a good day or even just smiling can make somebody's day I promise you because there's there's been days where I'm like I just I feel gross I just feel disgusting I just want to lay in bed all day then I go out in public or like I went to the gym and I've told you guys this story like in one episode of this really nice guy that was like talking about and complimenting my like dedication to going into the gym like that act of kindness literally made my day and I was having a terrible day before that So, just like, acts of kindness, even if it's just as small as a smile, can make somebody's day. So, let's continue to spread love and kindness to others instead of just being hostile, negative, and just poopy to people. (laughs) Pretty much. Okay, I'm going to take a drink real quick. Okay. So, we're going to get into the verse of the week. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so, our topic today is reading the Bible, and pretty much why is it so important to read the Bible every day, because a lot of people kind of push it off and think it's really not that important to, like, as Christian, like, you're like, oh, yeah, well, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, so I'm fine, which, yes, I'm glad you do that. I'm glad you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but... I mean, I'll get more into this, but you need to read the Bible, like, at least every day. Like, I mean, I do every day, and it has strengthened my relationship with God, and it has changed me dramatically. So, this verse is kind of like, you know, a little statement from Jesus. Jesus said this. So, I think this is just a good little little verse to put into this episode. It says, To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8, 31 through 32. Okay, so why should we read the Bible every day? That, Like, again, like what I just said, that's something a lot of people push off, I feel like. Um, a lot of people find it intimidating, which, trust me, I found it intimidating because, I one, I just... I try so hard to get into reading in general, um, and it's just not my hobby. I'm just not really into reading. So, I was like, nah, I don't need to read that. Like, eh, I'll be fine without it. And I wasn't fine without it. (laughs) I, I wasn't. Like, yeah, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I was not living in the way God would want me to live. I was not living to glorify God at all. Um, I did what I wanted to do. I um, put my future, everything in my hands and not in God's hands. But once I started reading the Bible, I have literally been living the way God wants me to live. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. Everybody sins. Everybody gives gives into temptation sometimes. But ever since I've been reading this Bible for, let's see, I started whenever I came here. So I'm going to say since like August of 2020, ever since I've been reading this Bible, I've seen a dramatic, dramatic, ooh, sorry, or drastic. I tried to put drastic and dramatic in together. Um, that's not a word. <laughs> a dramatic change, just A, in my attitude and B, in my actions towards others. Like I can just see that I am less judgmental because I used to be very, very, very judgmental towards others like you know, I I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but, like, the gay people I see out, out in public, I used to be so judgmental about them. But then once I started reading this Bible and learning about God's love and how I should love others just as he loves me, it has made me, like, so less judgmental about everybody. I don't even care if you sin and I know that's a sin or what sin you have done, whether it is murder or anything, being gay, doing this. Like, I whatever you do, I can't judge you on that. Because I have been studying in the Bible that who am I to judge? I'm not perfect. God's perfect. Jesus is perfect. So they have the right to judge. But I don't. So reading this Bible has literally made me just love everybody and be less judgmental about everybody. And that is just... That's very different for me, and I love that different side of me. I do. So, I put a little bullet points as to why I think reading the Bible every day is important. So, the first point is, it, it helps you build a stronger relationship with God every single day. Every single day, you're growing closer and closer and closer to God. Because, I mean, like I said, I've been reading my Bible for since August, and yeah, I have a really good relationship with God, but guess what? It could, You could be so strong in your relationship with God, but you still have improvements that you could do. You still have growth every single day that you can do. Everybody has growth to go into with their relationship with God. So reading your Bible every single day will help that growth. Because then once you just stop putting it off, like it's not a priority, then that's when you kind of fall fall short. Um, if that makes sense, like you need to make it a habit. So once you start doing it every day, it does become a habit, but the more you keep pushing it off in the back of your mind, the more you're just going to forget. And it's going to kind of, kind of to go kind of, oh my goodness, I can't speak (laughs) to go into what I just said about building the relationship with God. And what I was kind of talking about earlier is you learn about his love, while reading this book because this book, yeah, it has stories of, you know, some disciples and some other people, but it is mainly about God's love for us. That's basically the whole theme of this Bible right here is God's love for us. And once you start digging into this, you're going to see what it's like to be like Jesus every single day. You hear people say, or even pray, Lord, help me be like Jesus every single day. I want to I wanna act like Jesus to to everybody. And some people are like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean I need to be perfect? Like, no, That I mean, yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, we're not going to be perfect. Like, yeah, I don't want to sin. But it's mostly like just loving everybody and caring about everybody. No matter your race, no matter your sexuality, loving everybody. And this book teaches you how to do that. And it, and it helps you do that. So the next thing is that it helps us be aware of false teachings. Um, I'm pretty sure Paul talked about this. I don't in the Bible. I don't remember what book it was. Maybe Ephesians. I'm not entirely sure. I kind of forgot that one, but that's okay. I'm, I'm not going to say I know everything about the Bible because I don't, but I'm pretty sure Paul talks about this, sorry, that we need to be aware of false teachings. And you may be like, well, what does that mean? Like, why would my, why would somebody preach false teachings to me in church? Um, I'm not saying your preacher does this at your church. I'm just saying, be aware of it. Um, because Some people do like to I'm not saying like every like their whole sermon is like a lie, but they may like twist things a little bit. Um, So reading your Bible is going to help you be more knowledgeable about the truth because this book is the truth. And when someone is preaching something that isn't fully true, like I said, they may like twist it just a little bit. You're, you're aware of it. Now, you don't need to like stand up and be like, you're a liar. Like, no, you don't need to call them out on it. But just be aware of it and just, you know, um, and if you're like kind of questioning it, like, is that true? Look in your Bible and see. Like, it's there for not just for you to read every single day and gain a relationship with God, but it's also there for, like, reference and, you know, to research people doing false teachings. So, it helps you be aware of false teachings that people um, may be preaching. It also helps you gain knowledge on right versus wrong, which, I mean, a lot of people kind of know this because you hear people saying, like, Oh, well, you Christians just go by what this book says. How could you do what this book says? Um, like I just said, because this book is the truth. <laughs> um, you know, like, I, sometimes I don't really know what to say to people like that. Because, I mean, it's just it's just a religion you know like everything in here is everything we believe it is everything that us christians believe not just the right versus the wrong it's god's love jesus's story his resurrection his like the story of his life in the gospel like it's all there and there's scientific evidence that this stuff is real um so, yeah, I'm going to go by something that is real. <laughs> okay, anyways, sorry, I'm getting off track. But, yes, it helps you gain knowledge of right versus wrong. And that will help you give into, not give into temptation. Um, I will say I gave into temptation a lot before I started reading this Bible. But once I started learning and digging deeper into, um, into this book... I haven't been, um, I mean, I'm not saying there's times where I haven't been tempted because we always get tempted all the time because that's what Satan likes to do. (laughs) But now that I have such a strong relationship with God, like that relationship cannot be broken, honey. No. So it is just so much easier to just say nope to all the temptation than it was before I had this because I knew what was right and what was wrong. Back then I was like, I mean, I don't know. I think this may be a sin, but like, I don't know. But now I know, you know, so. And then the last reason why I think it's important to read the Bible every single day is because I have basically kind of talked about this already, but it will help you start to act in love towards others than hate. It will fill you with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is all full of love, love and wisdom. There's no hate there, no hate at all. And I don't know about you, but I always want other people to see God working in me, whether I'm in the grocery store or I'm at the gym. I want people to see God within me. I want them to be like, wow, That girl is just so, like, so kind and so gentle and loving. Like, I want random strangers to see that out of me. Because I want everyone to know that I am loving and caring. And that I am a daughter of God. And being hateful and spiteful and holding grudges and just... Judgmental and talking crap about other people and gossiping—that's not going. People aren't going to see God within you if you are doing that because that's not God. So, reading this Bible is really going to help you see. Again, it's going to see help you see God's love and how Jesus acted in the Gospels um, when He was doing His teachings and towards the sinners. because he got a lot of hate for for talking to sinners. And he's, like, pretty much saying, like, well, you can't help the sick if you're with, you know, the healthy people. You, you have to help the sick. Um, so he was so loving and kind that he didn't care what other people thought of him. Because those people, like, look down at the sinners. They're like, oh, well, you're a prostitute, da 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 He's like... But guess what? I still love her. And so he didn't care what those people were saying about him. He had so much love in his heart for that lady, whether she was a prostitute or not. No matter what sin she was committing, he went over there to help her and save her because he loves her. And that's what I want people to see in me. I want people to see that love just surrounding me. So those are my reasons why I think it's very important to read your Bible. Now, I'm going to start with what I do um, currently with reading my Bible and how I study. And then I'm going to give some tips if those just don't, you don't think like that's going to help you learn that much. Or you just want something a little bit more, um, a little bit more oomph, a little... Something to help you understand a little bit more, whether you're audio or visual learner. Um, I have some other tips after that. But first, I'm going to start with what I do. Right now, I use the Life Application Study Bible. I got this off of Amazon. It was like $40. Um, I do have this linked in the Growth Podcast Instagram's bio in the link tree, in the link tree, um, It should just say study Bible and it's a link straight to the study Bible or you could look up on Amazon life application study Bible and the reason why I love this Bible so much which oh sorry if you heard that that was my cup I'm gonna open it up and kind of explain why I like this book so much so first before every single book in hold on I gotta get to one Okay, so before every book in the Bible, um, I guess I could kind of explain what that means. So, this whole Bible, this whole thing from front to cover, um, it has individual books in it. So, your little, like, 1 Samuel, Genesis, what's another one, Luke, Matthew, those are the books within the Bible. And then, so you'll have, you know um Luke One verses or you know, and then there's verses. But you have books and then within those books you have chapters. So that would be like the big one and the big two that you see in there. And then there's little um little numbers within those chapters, those are the verse numbers. Now before every single um book there is just like a kind of like a rundown So like statistics about the book, so like the purpose, it tells you the author, I like this because it's like the history of it, so if you're really interested in that, it's very interesting. So it gives you the purpose of this book, the authors, the original audience, the setting, some key verses, and key people. And then it kind of just gives you like a summary of what it is on the front page. And then there's also um, some graphics. So the one I'm looking at is First Samuel. It has a little timeline. Some, some of them have maps. Um, and then if you kind of, this is still in the beginning of the book before you even start reading. And there's like the little, there's like a blueprint and it just kind of tells you kind of like the theme. And there's like mega themes. So it's like the theme of this book and it gives you a little description of like the theme. And so that's how usually, that's how a book starts in this, um, study Bible. And then at the bottom, so once you're, so we're reading, you know, first, we'll, let's say, what are we reading? We're reading First Samuel chapter 1. And, uh, underneath what you're reading is, I, th- I don't even know, like, the correct term of this. I'm just going to call it, like, the footnotes or whatever. Um, I don't know the correct term. It's like footnotes or something. Like, it's under what you're reading. And... It basically, like, it goes with verses, so um, you can look at what it's talking about, so you can read a verse and kind of, like, look down and see, oh, okay, so chapter 1, verse 8, okay, yeah, that was kind of confusing, let's go down here and see what it says about that, Um, so it kind of, like, helps you understand it more, which I really like, because at first I just had a straight-up Bible and nothing, and so it was just kind of hard to understand what it was saying. And then another thing I like about this is that it has, like, um, biographies, I think that's what you would call it, of um, people in the Bible. So, let's see. So, in 1 Samuel, there's one of Hannah. Um, I don't think there's really any much in here. Um, but it just kind of gives you, like, a rundown of the main people within the book uh, that you're reading, which I really like, too. So, yeah, that's basically the rundown of this Bible. So, I definitely, like, recommend... I mean, you don't have to get, like, the same exact Bible, but something like this to kind of, like, help you with, like, footnotes or something like that. That really helps me, at least. Um, And then the next thing I do is I take notes. Um, If you're not someone that, you know, needs to take notes, you don't have to. But for me, like, I even do it in sermons, too. I never look back at my sermon notes, ever, ever. But if I write something down, same with like in class, if I write something down, I remember it more than just like listening so or reading. So if that's how you learn or like me, that's kind of like how you remember things. Just kind of have a notebook. It doesn't have to be like, you know, aesthetically pleasing notebook or anything like that. It could literally just be a spiral notebook and you could just write your notes in that. You can look back if you want to. You don't have to, but... I never really look back on those either. It just kind of helps me, kind of helps it stick in my head. Okay, so I'm going to get my notebook open because this next one I just started doing not too long ago, and I really like it. Um, A lot of people, some people don't highlight in their Bibles. Some people do. Um, I do because, it just again, it just kind of helps me remember it. So, I have. I don't know where my highlighters are. I don't remember what brand they are. I think it's just like Zebra Liner, Midliner. So, the Zebra Midliner Highlighters, um, they're like pastel y colors. I got these at Target. I'm pretty sure you can get them on Amazon. Um, I really like those colors because they're pastel and they're cute and. Yeah, I just think they're cute. <laughs> so, with that, I have a Bible study, like, color code, in a way, of, like, um, highlighting colors being different meanings. So, I'm going to read what I have on my um, my little key or whatever you want to call it. So, blue, I highlight anything that has to do with law, prophets, covenants, or promises, Pink is love and kindness. Purple is anything to do with God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, or the Messiah. And then this turquoise or teal color is um, about Christian living or application. So life application that I need to apply to my Christian life. Um, This orange color is anything to do with sin, the devil, evil, or temptation yellow is life eternal life or salvation and then green is marriage or relationships now you can kind of fill whatever you want here but to me like this is what I kind of want to focus on but I really really like this because it helps me kind of like look for those things and then I can highlight it to which it applies now, the last thing that I do is I pray beforehand. I ask God to, like, help help me understand or, you know, what do I kind of... How... Why am I, like, struggling to say this? Just kind of let anything stick out to me, what you think needs to be applied to my life or something that I need to, um, I need to see or um, acknowledge. So, praying beforehand is great. You can also pray after before. I mean, after as well. (laughs) But, um, I pray beforehand. Okay, I'm gonna take another drink and then we're going to get into some other tips that I don't really do but they could help you. I'm sorry if you just heard like a big gulp. (laughs) Okay. So... When I first started reading the Bible, I did use the YouVersion Bible app. Um, I didn't use, like, the audio part. Like, I would just use, they have, like, all kinds of different devotionals you can do on here. So, that's kind of what I'm getting into is um, if you download this app. And let's, let me open it up so we can kind of walk through it. So, if you download it, you'll see at the very bottom you have Home and read plans discover or more if you click on the middle one with the with the check um, check mark that says plans you can go to find plans you can search anything so you know anxiety love or anything that you're kind of needing um they have all kinds of plans for that that's how i started because i was like where do i start which i'm going to get in that in a minute but Um, These are really good to kind of get started. And if you don't have a Bible right now, um, so to read the Bible on here, you go to the second little option that has like a little book and it says read at the bottom. And you can pick whatever you want to read. But if you are an audio learner, there's like a little um, in the right hand corner, there's the letters that you can change, like, the font or the size or whatever, there's this little, um, little microphone option that will read it for you out loud. So, if that's, that'll help you, that's a good option as well. Um, or if you want to read your actual Bible, because I'm somebody that likes, I don't like reading on electronics, so that's why I like a paper copy, but if you're like that as well, make sure that your Bible that you have set on your app is the same version as your, or, I mean, you could do a different version if you want. But there's going to be some words that are a little different. But make sure the same version on your Bible app and your actual Bible. And then change the version. So, right now, like, in the middle, you'll see what you're reading. So, right now, mine's on John 8. Um, next to it, you click that. And that has all the different um, versions. I have NIV. So, I just have that. And then you could just kind of you can press that and read the press the audio and then you could just read it in your um, hard copy so that's an option as well if you're an audio learner learner now if you're a visual learner one thing that kind of helped me at first as well is which they have some of these videos in the um, in some devotionals in the in the bible app i was talking about but they also have a youtube channel it's called Bible Project, and they do, like, a rundown of the book that you're reading. Um, I don't think they have every single book of the Bible, but they have um, kind of, like, the m- known ones, I guess. I, I don't know exactly what kind they have, but if they don't have what you're looking for, you probably could, like, look up on YouTube, like, a video of about it. But I like how they do um, little visuals with it. And they kind of explain it over the video. So, you could watch that before you read or you could watch it after you read. Um, that's very helpful as well if you are um, more into, more into like, a visual learning. Yeah. Okay. So, my last tip that I'm going to kind of say, I guess, um, which helped me kind of start out reading the bible because everybody probably has this um, thought of where do I start because if you don't know much about the bible it's not like your typical book it does not go in order like it's not like okay you start from the front page and then you go to the last page and it like makes sense which I mean The first chapter, Genesis, is the creation of the world. So, like, that's the first chapter, which I guess makes sense. And then, um, Revelations talks about more of, like, the coming of, second coming of Jesus. But, um, it's not like your typical book where it, like, goes in order. Every single chapter within here goes in order. It's not like that. So, and it's very big, (laughs) and it looks intimidating, Yes, it does. But I'm going to tell you where I think you should start. Um, some people may have other opinions as to where you should start. I had an argument with my grandma the other day because she was. we were trying to talk about where Brayden should start in the Bible. Oh, I guess I should say Brayden's my brother. She got him a Bible for, I think, maybe Christmas or something. I don't remember. She got him a Bible, and me and her were like, I wouldn't say we were like, we weren't like fighting like, ah, oh, but like, she was trying to like say well this is where you need to start and i'm like well he needs to start in this area and yeah okay anyways so she was saying that he needs to start in genesis which if you want to start in genesis and you want to learn about the creation of the world go ahead i'm you don't have to like you know um do what i say i'm just i'm just saying like this this is what helped me um start reading the Bible because I wasn't sure where I wanted to read. Now, I did know of the Gospels. I never read the Gospels when I first started the reading, but I knew of the Gospels. Um, the Gospels, there's four of them. It's Math- Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It is the first four chapters of the New Testament. So, the Bible is split up in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So, the Old Testament is before Jesus is coming, and the New Testament is either of Jesus' coming or, like, Jesus' is born and after. Um, so, the Gospels, it basically means the good news. So, the first four chapters is basically talking about Jesus, his, you know, this, his story, basically. From, like, from his birth and just him and um, his crucifixion. Just everything about Jesus's life is in here these four chapters and I always recommend to people who come to me that because they kind of start like I had this one girl and she started in Genesis and she um, reached out to me and she was saying like this is very confusing like I'm just not really understanding this and I told her that she needs to start in the gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John because and I'll tell you the reason is because I think ooh sorry For people who are needing to get that relationship with God and, um, you know, needing to, basically, yeah, just needing to know about Jesus so they can build that relationship. Because if you start in Genesis, you're not really, I mean, yeah, you're learning about God's love because, like, you're learning about why that he created this world, basically, and that he didn't really need to. He did it out of love. But to me, the Gospels talks about Jesus' life. So it talks about him loving others and just him dying on the cross for us. I think this is, like, something that new Christians or people that are new to reading the Bible need to start with. um, Because it is the good news. And you're learning about Jesus' love a lot. Like, there's a lot about Jesus' love in here in these four chapters. Um, There is, obviously this whole book, like I said, is about God's love for us, but it really, really digs deep in these four chapters to me. And I think these four chapters are a good starting point for people who are needing to, um, to start reading the Bible and to start building that relationship with God. Because it, it's always nice to, you know, go through, like, and, like, read about how much you were loved and how worthy you are and just about Jesus's life. Like, I don't know about you, but I just, I read, I go and read the Gospels every once in a while. Like, whenever I'm, like, needing reassurance again of, like, God's love for us, I read these again because it's just, it's just reassuring. And I love it. It has such good stories in here. It has just amazing, amazing things. So... Yeah, I think that's a good, um, these are good places to start, and it has a lot of, like, Jesus's, um, like, what Jesus says in here, so, like, again, if you haven't ever known anything about the Bible, um, whenever you read in the Bible and then the print is read, which some Bibles don't have that, I don't think, but a lot do, so, if the print is read in what you're reading, that's, what Jesus is saying so those are his words and that's there's a lot of that in the gospels which I like as well because I like to read exactly what Jesus was saying so yeah I definitely recommend it's Matthew Matthew Mark Luke and John are the four I suggest reading first. Again, you can read wherever you want to read. That is up to you. But that is just my suggestion to beginners. Because I don't want to say it's an easy read because in the Bible, there are some things that are confusing. But to me, it's easier to understand and comprehend than Genesis or the Old Testament. Um, But again, yeah, read what you want to read. But I definitely recommend reading the Gospels first. It's, It's amazing. I love it. It just, it really shows you how much love God has for us and just how Jesus loved us as well in his life. And it's just amazing. It's just a good read. So definitely read that if you are currently reading something right now and you haven't after what you're reading now, definitely go for that. And if you're wanting to start reading, you know, purchase your first Bible and then start reading the Gospels because the Gospels is the good news. (laughs) And then once you start knowing the good news, you can spread the good news, because that's what that's what God wants us to do is to spread the good news. So I hope these were very, um, or I hope this episode was very very helpful to people who are needing um, needing help to get started in the Bible or just not knowing where to start, um, because I know it can be intimidating. But just don't be intimidated by it. I promise it is. Once you get started, you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. And you'll just really feel God's love and God's presence when you are when you are reading the Bible. And you'll just start loving others so much more. And you're just gonna look at life so differently and just in brighter colors. And it's just amazing. I love the feeling I get every time after I read my Bible. I'm like, wow, like That was so good. (laughs) So I really hope this was very, very helpful. And with that being said, I'll see you next Wednesday.